take that i'll take that uh <laughs> thank you everybody welcome into a tribe called dad my name is dj hoppa my co-host dj spider is not here today but um a good friend of mine is here today everybody make some noise for andy vargas one time yes thank you now thank you. many of you actually uh know andy through uh his work with santana so andy vargas is the lead singer of the band santana that's been how long has that been? 10 years? Longer? It's, been a, it's been a little longer than that. It, I, I don't always like to say it because <laughs> like, like the years keep on you know, adding on, but I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to work, be working with Carlos uh, since, uh, since 2000, the end of 99, year 2000. So wow. I've been working with Carlos, yeah. So 20 years. So 20 years, yeah. Dang, man. Amazing. Uh, incredible vocalist. Thanks, man. Um, incredi incredible musician just overall and just a great, great dude. And as... We've gotten to know each other over the years. Um, obviously, we have kids that are around the same age also. Yes. You've got a beautiful family. Thank you. And, thank you. So um, do you, man. Thank so you, man. You. We're, we are blessed. Yes, we are definitely we are. blessed. That's and right. I think to sit here and to talk to you a little bit about this journey in your fatherhood, um, you've had sort of two runs at fatherhood. I have, yeah. And it's something that, uh, um, you know, I think is worth exploring because... You know, our whole premise here with the show is to really allow dads to know that they're not alone in some of this. Because it can be incredibly isolating, and sure especially can. today. Sure you know? can, yeah. Um, so talk to us a little bit about maybe the first time around uh, when you had your son and, yeah. and that whole process, man. Well, I was uh, in high school. I was in high school and I was uh, 18. I think I think I, I was I think I was turning 18, and uh, my girlfriend, uh, you know, at the time, uh, you know, uh, told me she was pregnant. Wow! And, and uh, yeah, and um, so my son Christopher was born, and I and I was you know 18, and uh, he, uh, you know, I was just starting my music career at the time. Uh, it's funny because you know some you know I'm in high school and I'm just starting my music career, but I was really blessed to have met some people in the music industry that were some real uh, powerful uh, old school mm. f um, Hollywood families. And uh, that's uh, this guy, Terry Melcher, whose mom was Doris Day, and uh, Bruce Johnston from the Beach Boys. Wow. And so these guys, uh, Terry lived in Carmel, and Bruce would come from Santa Barbara, and I would drive from Watsonville, Central California, to, to Carmel and start recording. And like some of the first, uh, they were beta testing Pro Tools. Mm. You know, wow! And so, like the you know the big Pro Tools machines, yep. like they were really huge back then, and um, and we uh, were you know they had just had uh, some success on a song called Kokomo. Yeah, I love that record. I want to yeah. redo that record actually. Yeah, yeah, I, man. We should, hey, we should you. do it. We should do it. Well, we got the end on that one. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Okay, but, let's uh, do that. But, but yeah, it was a feel good record, and uh, so I would drive out from Watsonville to uh, Carmel. And I started to, to, to record and write songs and record some of his songs from his catalog that he was trying to bring back. Mm -hmm. This is before we moved forward and he helped me get a record deal, mm. you know, with RCA, 
nice. BMG and Ron Fair, that's how I met Ron, was he drove out to Carmel and uh, he and his wife at the time, uh, they, Ron was like, I want to sign them, let's go. You know, so it took a couple years before that happened. And then, um, actually it took about a year, so I moved to Santa Barbara and my, here we are and, and I'm, you know, 18. I, knew, I knew that I, I, you know, I knew that this was what I wanted to do, but I was playing football and I just had a son and I was like, what am I going to do? Mm. You know, do I go and I, do I, you know, start real estate? Do I try to go, you know, do something to get a job? Do I put this on the side? But, um, you know, my, uh, I had a father, well, my father is a musician, a mariachi musician. So I grew up watching him get up and go, get up and go. Like, you know, like, give me love in the morning. I love you so much. Get up and go. Mm. And so I, I saw that. I saw that work, you know, consistency. And so I wanted to do that, you know. Mm. Um, later on in life, you know, I joined San, Santana. Yeah. You know, I had the opportunity to join Santana, start working with Carlos and start, you know, touring around the world. And that's another thing is always checking it at home. I mean, I, you know, being a, a, a father, immediately you feel the sense of responsibility. But it was great because I was able, you know, I was able to provide and, and, right. and you know, put my, my son through school and through college and, um you know, and uh, but I knew my life as a touring musician was going to keep me away from home. Right. So I missed a lot of the birthdays. I missed a lot. I missed a lot of the birthdays. I missed the graduations. You know, have you I mean, ha have you had conversations with your son I, around that? I, I have, as a matter of fact, yeah. you know, I, I call it making an amends. You know, like I came back. Um, this actually happened uh, a few, maybe two or three times when we've had heart to hearts when I really honed in with him um, and told him, you know, really the story, uh, but how, you know, how hard it was, but how happy I am to see him mm. be so, you know, so strong, mm. you know, such a strong uh, man, you know, uh, because he has such a big heart, you right. know, I've never seen anyone with a bigger heart than my son. Mm. And, uh, and he all, it's funny because sometimes, you know, when I would come back, back home with these like you know career things or whatever and he's always excited about dad to do big things you know he would actually be my mentor man or like mm. I'd, he would give me my inspiration and yep. he'd kind of work things out I'd be like how did you look at it that way son you know <laughs> right. and so it's, it's a it's a trip how the roles reversed but um you know I, I have had conversations with him and uh you know uh it was it couldn't have happened without the love of my family mm. And his stepfather being a good man, and you know he they had a, he had a little sister uh, has a little sister with that family and now two little sisters, so um, my son Christopher uh, is doing some amazing things with video, and he his his artistic talents are coming out in in you know video and editing and things and where you see things I see things I'm like wow it's, this is like you know better than the people I pay right you know, um, <laughs> right. but uh, uh, you know. The, the heart to hearts that we've had have been, you know, he just came forth with love. Um, and because I've never given him nothing but that, but love. And I've always told him, this is all for you, son. Mm, you know, mm. this is for you. Um, and he knows that, you know, he knows that uh, um, that if, if anything, we as, as as parents, as fathers, you know, uh, you could tell your, your your kids, you know, how to do this, how to do that, how to do this, how to do that. And they watch you yeah, and they watch how you act. Yep. They watch what you say, you know, and, and they watch you. So it's, it's more, uh, um, I teach through example now and knowing that mm -hmm. like, 
maybe, you know, I say, don't touch that red button. I have a, a six-year-old daughter and a three-year-old son. Mm-hmm. And when I tell my son, don't push that button, this is my, my oldest never did this. Right. <laughs> he'll look back at me yeah. and he'll look at me dead in the eye and he'll start walking towards that and he'll wait till I say something. So like my son. This now, is your three-year-old son. My yeah. three-year-old yeah, yeah. tests me. That's like I read. Yeah. <laughs> my little one. It, yeah, and I, uh, I, you know, and you're like, what do I do? Do yeah. I get? Do I mad? How do I talk? What do I? What do I do? He keeps on going, and he's waiting. You know, I've yeah. never had that. So my my oldest, Christopher, you know, um, you know, he didn't he didn't do that. But if I, through this example, am calm and at peace, and actually talk to him, mm-hmm. talk to my my son Nico, mm-hmm. uh, then it's something happens. He clicks. He's like he he looks at me and he and he, and he says. Okay, then he engages in conversation. He's waiting to, to, to test me, to get into something, to kind of, you know, little, little ones, they have the, these, this nerve inside where they don't want to get mad, but they kind of want to get that nerve touched. Right. They want you to push that button so they can release. They've been holding in these feelings. Mm. They're pissed. Mm. And they want to, like, explode on you, you know? <laughs> and, and, and they'll take what it takes because it's an adrenaline, adrenaline rush. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a highlight for them. Right? They, yeah. they kind of get high yeah. on that, you know? <laughs> That's the only way they, uh, that they get high at an early age, man. Well, and I think <sighs> some of it is they, they want the attention. And attention. Right? They, yes. they want your, your focus. I, it's yeah. like now, because if, if you're yelling at your kid, then you're just, you can't do anything else. You're just, like, fully focused <laughs> at disciplining your child in that moment, you know? Right. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's an interesting thing. And I think, um, so T, my wife, um, has uh, her show, and she had on an expert talking about birth order and how this is a trip, and we could go, this will go down a whole nother thing. This is a whole nother show. But um, that the birth order, you're more alike with somebody who is of the same birth order in their family than even your siblings. So, like, I have more in common. I'm, I'm the firstborn. I have more in common with other firstborn kids Versus like, you know, somebody who's, uh, you know, the baby of a, of a family of three or something right, like right, that. There's right. just, there really is something about the birth order. And, wow, it, you know, if you have right, a, right. if you're an only child, there's something about that too. You know, you'll have yes. more in common with, with other only children. Yes. You're, the way in which you're brought up, that experience is uh, definitely shaped you as, as a human being. Talk to me a little bit more about um, now this sort of second time around. Yeah. And these these two beautiful kids that you have now and, and your family that you have now, what you're coming into this now with some experience. Granted, it's a little bit different because it's a whole new new ball game. It's really a whole new ball game, Hoppa, because, uh, you know, all of the, the moments that I wanted to be there with Chris that I wasn't able to because I'm a traveling musician. Um, I, I, I'm there now. hundred mm. percent. I'm still a traveling musician, but they live with me in my home. Mm. you know and we're we're a uh, rock and roll family you know <laughs> and um and the kids they watch everything dad does and they want to be just like dad mm. you know my 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 daughter's uh, you know she wants to dance you know to every she wants music played all the time and to dance all the time you know she wants uh, uh, you know my, my son is singing they're all singing all the time so much so that you know that my wife is like, stop, you know, that's <laughs> enough, you know. And I'm like, it's okay, just let them go. And she's like, no, we need peace and quiet at some point in the house. And, and me, I'm always loving music and sound. Right. Like, like here, you know, I'm like, I actually function better with, with noise. And, uh, um, but so the, the experience is completely different. Yeah. Um, and, you know, now, you know, um, 
Christopher always would, you know, listen, listen to dad. Um, but because I wasn't there for all the little moments, mm-hmm. the, the, the moments that we shared were, were, were precious. But now in the ins and outs, this is a whole new thing because we've got, you know, school, yep. you know, morning school. Um, I was, uh, I was very lucky that, you know, my wife, uh, is, is very to the, to she's time, you know, organized. Yes. Yeah. Uh, very lucky. So she, you know, already had, and she took advice from all the other mothers. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I just, I kind of just shadowed her, but I said, just tell me what to do yeah. and I'll do it and I'll fall in and line. I'll fall in yeah, line. Yeah. But then when I come back from tour, you know, three weeks later, everything changes. So I got to like get caught up with how everything has changed, you know? Um, and, and the, you know, I've had a, a few other, uh, you know, uh, surrenders where I've had to like really just say, you know, um, you know, just I just got to shut up mm. and, and do, you know, mm. shut up and do like, you know, because that that makes the flow go so much better. Mm. And then by the end of the day, you know, because the kids energy, our kids energy can rise so high in the house, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. And then you got that one business call that's coming in from your one endorser that right. like you were waiting for <laughs> all day. Right. Like, hi, <laughs> and everything's like happening in the yeah. background. Dad, dad. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, and it's when you get on the phone, do they come and start of course. knocking at you? Yeah. Yeah. The whole time when you haven't been on the phone, it's been fine. Yeah. yeah. As soon as the phone rings. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, you know, so now uh, focusing on, you know, the kids like, you know, this this morning, you know, I woke up and they're like, uh, where are you going? Like, what are you doing? Where are you going? And I got, you know, I got to run, got to go. What, mm. Really? What are you doing? Why? You know? Um, so I just spend the time and talk to them um, and let them know, you know, dad loves them. They're going to have a great day. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, like I was saying about the scheduling now, waking up in the morning for school. And then, you know, there's a little bit, of, there's like four or five hours before the first pickup and then down the second pickup. <laughs> and are and you then, doing a lot of that? Are I, you do, when, I you're, when you're home, you're like, all right, now I'm all the way in. Because I'm I, not on the road anymore. I'm home and I'm, I'm there. I'm doing pickup. I'm doing drop off. I, I used to, she used to give me a little, like a day to, 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 you know, turn around and stuff, but not anymore, man. I, I'm, I'm right in. Um, I, I get home and I'm, and I'm ready to go. So we have, my son likes to wake up at 530 in the morning. I don't know why, (laughs) but like on the dot. Yeah. He's your alarm clock. On the dot. Yeah. There's only one or two times that he's made us late because we can just normally count on Nico waking up at Mm. 530 in the bed. Mm. We're like, all right, it's time to go. Yeah. Um, and, uh. Um, luckily, my studio is right around the corner. It's, it's maybe like not even five minutes from his preschool. Mm. So I drop off my daughter first, and she's in kindergarten now. So I, you know, yeah. And then and then preschool, and then to the studio. So I check into the office, you know. Yeah. And uh, I work better in the morning, anyway. So yeah, I was gonna ask you. Like, I mean, you know, obviously, typical musician hours are usually later at night, and people like to get into the studio late at night. I mean, we've all had sessions that start at midnight yeah. and uh, and then go until the sun comes up. But yeah. has that switched around for you too the second time it, around? It totally has. Yeah, it totally has. I um, I could tell you right now that um, I, I lived at night. Mm-hmm. I comp- just lived at night, and you know, before I had my my family at home and slept through the day. To where I had to, you know, get up and do my thing, but um, but now it's it's totally switched. Yeah, uh, there's no, um, and then it's funny because uh, you know years back I I thought that my mind would like kind of trick me and tell me that it's o- that it's okay to stay up and push through to like one or two, thinking that oh no you could sleep in right 
right? Until you get that, <laughs> you know, that nudge, like, come yeah. on, let's go, let's, right. let's get them get going. Yeah. The kids, they don't wait. No. You know, so, no. uh, uh, so I, tr- I try to, to uh, make sure that I, you know, knock out good by like 12, like midnight. Yep. You know, so there's not as much rest and, and uh, on a, when we have things organized, everything's good, you know. She's really good. She tries to get to bed by like, you know, by 11, by 10. Yeah. You know, and when you do that, you know, you you're just, just a better just person in the up. morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Otherwise, yeah, you, totally. you're hating life in the morning. Absolutely. Well, man, I want to get into a, um, I want to do a top three. Yes. I would love to hear, like, what Andy Vargas's top three pieces of advice for maybe other dads that are out there. I mean, you've gotten an opportunity to see all these different life stages of being a dad up until this point. I mean, you've raised an adult son now who's getting married. Um, and so I want to go in and do a top three. It could be for the young kids. It could be for, you know, the, any of the teenage stuff. It could be any of the stuff that you feel like you want to share. But we're going to do a top three. So here we go. Um, I'm going to launch this off when we get into our top three. All right, so I want to get into the top three here. But we just need to take a quick break and pause and give some love to some of our sponsors. We'll be right back with our top three. Don't go anywhere. A tribe called Dad. This is the top three. It's the top three. It's the top three. This is the top three. All right, here we go. Top three tips from Andy Vargas on fatherhood. Here's number one. Number one. Number one is extreme amount of patience to breathe. Mm. Breathe when, when the moment comes when you want to raise your voice because mm. they're going to learn how to yell back louder. Yes. You know? Yeah, and there's no, there's no uh, winning that battle. There's no winning that right. battle. They'll just learn. Eventually, mm-hmm. first they'll be quiet and you'll be like, oh, I won that one. Right. I showed, I showed him. I showed her. And I promise they're going to learn mm-hmm. how to get their voice higher, mm. how to look at you stronger mm. at, a, at a younger age. It's insane. Right. You know, so it's, it's, it's really it's breathe. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's, 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 you know, think before you react. Mm. Think before you take a deep breath and pause when agitated. Mm. Like pause when agitated. It's like, you know, practice doing that in every sense. So then when you're at home in front of your children, you have that. Because I've had some time, man, I'll tell you, man. It's like I think, I feel, I feel like I'm sitting next to like a, a business partner and I'm mad. Right. You know, like how could you do that to me? You just screwed me. You know, <laughs> those, those feelings. Yeah. Because they just play with you that much. You yeah. Know? yeah. And that's just because we bring our, you know, um, we bring our, our energy home. You know, mm, that'll mm-hmm. lead me to number two. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So number one is to breathe. I, I completely agree with that. And it's something that is a part of my daily practice is to try to not react. I mean, I, in, in anything, I mean, yeah. not even just in fatherhood. I mean, you, yeah. you speak of the business side of it. Same thing. You know, when you're sitting across the table from somebody and it's easy to get upset, you know, in those scenarios and be like, ah, they just don't get it. They just don't value me, this and that. If you were to take a second probably and pause for a minute, breathe and kind of just see the angle, um, I think things wouldn't escalate. Things would be a lot better. Things would work out a lot better. And so, yeah, you could take that into into anything, fatherhood or, or beyond. All right, here we go. Number two. Number two. Number two. Leave your business outside of the door mm. Mm. yeah when you before before i walk in as of as of late it's something that i do is i I'm, i consciously say to myself um okay you're gonna walk in this this house a right-sized man you know the man that you want to be you know the father you want to be mm. 
you know, the, the husband you want to be. Uh, because when I used to come in with, 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 the, with the phone on my ear and then the kids are running up to you and grabbing your leg and, and looking at you, man, you know how excited they are? I know. They've been waiting all day. And it's like, this is about the time dad's going to come home and they see you walking across the window, you know, to come in yep. and stuff. And they're just like insanely pissed. And when you're saying, hold on, hold on, honey, hold on, I'll right. be right, right with you. You know, you, you've got the wife looking at you like... Really? I've been here all day. They're yeah. just so pumped to see you. It's your, you know, your time now, and you're bringing, and you don't ever, you never know what energy you're bringing. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, as we get, you know, into a more professional lifestyle, uh, these phone calls are important. Yep. You know, so now I practice in just leaving it. As a matter of fact, when I was practicing this, I was told this from a, a mentor of mine. I left my phone in the car before I walked upstairs. Yeah, yeah that's and a then good I, idea. And, then I, and I look at now, you know, the archway before I go in and I say, all right, now you're going to go in like the right man because, uh, you know, bless my father, you know, my dad still works. I come home <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I'm like, hey, dad, I'm home. We're, and I've got the family and stuff. Oh, bueno, mijo, yeah, okay, well, you know what? I'll see you tonight, you know, and he's, boom, he's out to go, you know. Go, you know, do the mariachi, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and But I bless his heart, man. It just keeps him going young, and he loves it. And, and I'll never, ch- you know, it's like, go, Dad. You know, yeah. it, it puts a smile on my face. brings me joy. But, yeah, um, I've been so I've been practicing this, and it's I, I, I feel a, a complete energy change at home. Mm. Mm. Complete energy change. Because it was different before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I admit, I admit that, you know, uh, I was completely self-centered in, in, my, in my work. My work matters more, you know, not matters more than my family, but my work matters so much more because if I don't get this deal, yep, yep, yep. you know, not, you know, we're not going to eat. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I would take it to that extent, you know, and it, it, it's not that. It's not at all because, you know, I feel like the more that I, that I focus my work and, and kind of like right size it, you know, and not put so much on the plate that, you know, the stuff that really feels good, that's really right, I spend more attention on that. And then the stuff that, that wasn't meant to be, the people that are just, you know, yep. they're just not really real with it, just wasting my time, it falls by the wayside, man. It yep. just, it goes, and then the more of the good stuff comes. And so it's, I've learned how to say, you know, how to say no, mm. you know, how to prioritize and just, you know, don't answer the phone all the time, mm. you know, yeah. and just say like, hey, you know, I gotta call you back, this is, this is my time. Because I, I started to realize other people started controlling my time. Oh, so important. When I'm like, you know, mm. the, it's, it's family time. And I, and, I, and I had the priorities kind of turned around because I thought that this is what's going to help my family succeed. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's such a myth. Like, and we've, we've, we've uh, bought into that myth. There's a lot of us that have bought into that myth. That's yeah. like, okay, as a dad, I need to be the, the financial provider. And that is me being a good dad, yeah. is being the financial provider, and solely that. Yeah. And that's just not that's just not true. Because yeah. no matter how much money you bring home, there'll always be more. There'll always there'll always be the need to like go and do more. But yeah. the stuff that you can't get back is is being a dad and being there to to be excited when you when you walk through that door, man. Yeah, that's oh, it. that's such great that advice. Oh, that's good advice. Um, all right, uh, last one here, number three. Number three. Number three. So, uh, you know, our wives and our, our significant others all play probably the biggest role mm. in this. But, you know, whenever you think you're wrong, you know, or whenever you think you're right and she's wrong, shut up. <laughs> because what happens is the energy between you two translates to the children no matter what. Like I would mm. always say, 
I would always say, they're listening, they're listening. Say, no, they're not listening. They're not. And I'm like, no, I know. I yeah. know they're listening because, you know, when you're driving, you see in the rearview mirror their yeah. eyes. And they're just, they're planted watching. Yep. So they're listening. And taking notes. Completely taking yeah. notes, you yeah. know. Um, but the thing is, is that what I've learned, though, is it's not that, I, you know, uh, that I personally want to not talk about my, my, you know, important things or, you know, um, things that I don't, you know, want the kids to, to hear. It's just I want to I want to keep the energy. I want to keep the energy around the kids just like joyous, happy and free. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if I don't want to bring up a topic when the kids are in the car, just shut up. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. if she says something, just be like, you know, just like just I like, kind of just, you know, respond in a very simple way or whatever. You right. Know, but just right. But just shut up. Yeah. And, you know, keep the mouth shut. <laughs> that's for me. What's up? That, hey, that, that's really great advice. Yeah. Um, I think. All three of those, amazing. Uh, top three pieces of advice for, for dads out there. Um, Andy Vargas, uh, such a pleasure having you. It's always good to talk to you, man. I mean, yeah, we, could, we need a part two of this for sure. Yeah, man, I, I would love that. Thank you for having me. Of course, thank you for man. Me, Papa. Of course. I want to thank everybody for being here. I want to thank everybody for listening into this yes, episode yes. of A Tribe Called Dad. You can follow um, Andy Vargas and his journey, too, um, yeah, at yeah. Andy Vargas Music. Music. Andy Vargas Music on yeah. Instagram, yeah. Yeah, so check out Andy's. you got new music that's coming I constantly. do this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, this year. And also check out my foundation, too, at andyvargasfoundation.org. Amazing. Yeah, we've got some great stuff happening we're doing with youth there too amazing shout out to watsonville yes everybody in watsonville (laughs) man i love my family everybody my son son's family i love it you know yes i love it um thank you everybody for listening follow a tribe called dad on all social platforms um check out other episodes of this podcast as well if you've enjoyed this and i always like to end the show like this dads are better than moms that's better than moms dads are better than mommy sorry